All right, we'll be listening today to Annette Caps. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, let us together say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Again, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of his benefits, who heals all your diseases, who forgives all your iniquities, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. If we say it 10 times a day, we will have what we say because those are the words of God and they will supersede our body, our circumstance, and God will give us the things we need for our age group. That's what the the word means, that he will feed us what's good for us and we will be renewed like the eagles. We will be inspired. We will be rewarded. Youthfulness in Jesus' name, spirit, soul, and body, and financially too. Now, here's the CAP ministry with Annette Caps. We'll be talking. I'm taking it right out of YouTube for some of you that uh, this is a better format for you to listen. Now, listen up. Listen closely. Pay attention. It's only uh, like 25 minutes. Give me your ears. I'll be doing the same thing in the background. And I really enjoy her point of view. She's helped millions of people, and she continues to do that. The daughter of Charles Capps, Annette Capps. Religion to me wasn't something to jump up and down and shout about. It was something to bear. Okay, I've got to bear this heavy burden of pleasing God, and I don't know exactly what he wants me to do, but if I miss it, he might slap me down or run me over with something. I don't know. You ever want to escape something? Tells us right here. Through his great and precious promises, we can escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. Welcome to the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teaching you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. Have you ever felt weighted down and stuck? Kind of like being stuck in the mud? Oh, I know I have, and especially right now. You may be experiencing mental and emotional heaviness, and even perhaps spiritual heaviness. Well, Isaiah 61.3 says that God will give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I have a special message for you today called Escaping Gravity. This three-part series will show you how to identify what is weighing you down, what is exerting gravity on you. What keeps you repeating the same things over and over? Well, we've all experienced something that radically changed our world. How do we escape and fly free from the heavens and become light on our feet, weightless and free? Spend some time with me in this three-part series that I believe the Holy Spirit will reveal some things that will help you. I was watching a program. Now, you wonder where 
ministers get their messages? I was watching TV. I was watching a documentary on gravity. Now, what kind of a person sits around and does that? I love science, and I am fascinated by science. I've always had been since I was very, very young. And so I watch documentaries on these things. I mean, after all, I wrote the book, Quantum Faith, right? So, so you know a little bit of that. So I watched this documentary on gravity, and it was showing, you know, like the Earth, and here's the Earth in space, and it was showing the moon, and the moon goes around the Earth. How many of you knew that? You know that much science, don't you? So here's, here's the Earth, and the moon is just going around and around. And you know why that is? It's because of the gravitational force of the Earth. And so to go further into it, the moon doesn't, can't get away from the Earth because it's caught in the gravitational force, all right? Of course, the Earth, you know, the Earth's moving too, but you get the idea. So it showed this picture, and then it showed how the, the, the gravity alters and actually bends the fabric of space-time. And it's like there's a little dip right here all the way around where it's set like almost in a little curve thing, and it just... Goes, it can't get out. It can't get out. It can't get out. It can't get out. Have you ever said, I can't get out? I can't get out. I can't quit. I can't get out. Anybody ever said that? Okay, so I wasn't having that revelation at the moment. I was just going, hmm, oh, wow. And then I saw that, and it was like, boom. This is what happens to all of us. I don't care if you're in high school, if you're a college student, if you're a young mother, if you're a grandmother, if you're a great-grandmother. This is what happens to all of us in life. We get in orbit around something and we can't get out. What, what, are, you, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Think about it a minute. Have you ever had a problem that was so big to you that it was in your face all the time? You couldn't think about anything else. You just you couldn't think about anything else. You know, all day long, it was just right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. You couldn't get away from it. Have you ever had an illness? You know, you go to one doctor to another, and it's just your whole life all of a sudden is revolving around that illness. Or you have a child that's on drugs and all you can think about is what's happening to them and your whole life is revolving around that. It's getting quiet. So I'm asking you tonight, what is the big thing in your life? What is the big thing in your life? Because it's big things that exert gravity. The bigger the planet, the bigger the mass, the greater the mass, the more gravity it exerts on whatever's out there. Have you ever heard someone say, I just didn't realize the gravity of the situation. I, I, I just didn't realize 
think you realize the gravity of the situation. I hear wives say that to their husbands. I just don't think you realize the gravity of the situation. When we use that word as meaning it's a big thing, it's grave, it exerts... What, what would we put with this gravity? What is the gravity of the situation? Gravity of the situation means it has a weightiness to it. It has a weightiness to it. There is a weight involved in gravity. And so when these weighty things come around, it has a tendency to pull us and orbit around it, around it, around it. What keeps you circling around and going in circles? You ever seen all those little gerbil wheels? Get in there and just go, 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 go. It goes around, around, around. It never get anywhere. Have you ever had that feel? What area of your life are you stuck in? I'll ask enough questions that eventually you'll get it. So for some people, it's their job. You know, I'm the job, the job, the job, the job. I, I've experienced this, you know. But when I leave the office, I didn't leave the office. The office went with me. Why? Because I am in orbit about what's going on there. Probably with the church. A pastor is in orbit about this church. And when they leave, they don't leave the church. The church goes with them because there's an orbit with it. For some people, it's their family, their children, their husband. They're focused, focused on what is wrong with the child, what's going on with the child, and everything's focused on that problem. Go around and around and around, and everything just kind of loses focus outside. Some people are orbiting around their past, their trauma, their loss, the death of someone close to them, or divorce. And no matter how far they go, no matter how many thousands of miles they move away from wherever that happened, they're still circling and in the orbit of their past. Some people I mean, probably not here in this church, but some people, their whole focus in the orbit of what they're spinning around is a game. Or drugs, where they're going to get their next fix. Some people, it's chocolate. Where's my next chocolate bar? My office staff knows there has to be an emergency can with stashes of chocolate. Because sometimes it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon and they hear this voice saying, where's the chocolate? What exerts so much influence on your life that you're consumed by it? Caught the gravity of it. Or what is it in your life that seems to be the only thing that matters? 
ask him all of these things. Because I, I really believe that in every one of our lives, there's something we're circling around, we're called in the orbit of it. And sometimes we can't even see it. Until something happens and we go, whoa, I never realized that was going on. Sometimes we don't even see it. Gravity and heaviness is something we don't want, right? What is the opposite of weightiness? It's weightlessness, being without weight, right? When you're talking about the planets, and you're talking about the moon is pulled into the orbit of the earth, it's pulled in. What have you been pulled into? I said, what have you been pulled into? Somebody else's problems? Have they, have they made their problems yours and you've been pulled into that drama? Pulled into that trauma? Is that really your orbit? Is that really where God has you? Or have you just been pulled into whatever was the biggest, worst thing you've ever seen? <laughs> I got to tell you, <clears throat> before I really understood gravity, I learned as a child that there were certain things you could do to counteract gravity. Now, I don't know how many of you heard the story of my dad when he was, what, six years old or something, when he jumped off the barn with shoebox lids to try to fly, and he learned about gravity. Thank goodness he caught his uh, overalls on a nail and was flapping, hanging on the barn instead of crashing on the ground. I wouldn't be here. But I learned something about it because when I was uh, maybe, hmm, I don't know, seven or eight years old, my daddy built us a swimming pool. Now, we lived way out in the country and we didn't have anything else to do. And so uh, we didn't have any big pool company put anything in. You know, the farm workers got out there and started digging and doing, pouring concrete. Well, anyway, the, the, the whole thing was we got a swimming pool. Well, I thought that was just the greatest thing that ever happened. I loved to swim. I mean, I, I was out there, if it was warm enough, I was out there swimming. Well, I found something real interesting that if, you know, the pool was pretty deep, and so if I blew out all of my air, I could go all the way to the bottom and just lay on the bottom of the pool. Just lay there. And it was so great because I didn't feel any gravity, I didn't feel any weightiness. It was quiet down there, and I just felt supported, and, and I just felt light, and I just felt good. The only problem with this whole thing is that my mother couldn't swim, and so she'd see me laying on the bottom of the pool for two or three minutes. And literally, I could hold my breath for nearly three minutes. That's not normal, really, but... And so I just would go lay down there, and my mother, you know, would see me down there, and I didn't come up, and I didn't come up, and I didn't move. Well, of course I didn't move. I was down there meditating, just floating, you know, just, just barely touching the bottom of the pool. Well, she'd get concerned I was drowning or dead, so she'd get that long skimmer thing with that pole, and she'd start poking me. Well, she'd poke me out, I'd have to come up through. 
lot of trouble over that. Because I didn't quit, I kept doing it. You know what? Because I liked it. I like the feeling of being weightless. I like the feeling of being without gravity. I like the feeling of escaping the heaviness of this world. Now, gravity didn't cease <laughs> because I was on the bottom of the pool. But what happened is I learned that inhaling the air up here when I got the water, it made me float. I couldn't get down there. So I learned to control my breathing so I could just slip right down to the bottom. So I'm here to tell you the weightiness of this world has no authority over you. Because we are in control of our breath. We can breathe. Has anybody ever heard of the Holy Spirit? Jesus breathed upon them. And said, receive the Holy Spirit. Try thinking, here's a little uh, exercise that you can do. Is when you start feeling the pressures of life and the heaviness and the weightiness of life coming in on you, just stop. Take a big, deep breath. And when you do, remember what Jesus said. Receive the Holy Spirit. Remind yourself that the Holy Spirit is with you, within you. And He has the ability to supersede all the weightiness of life. And so when you recognize and you continually remind yourself that the Holy Spirit is within me. We're talking about the Spirit in the Bible. What the word is pneuma. Has anybody ever heard of the word pneuma? Or you get the word pneumonia? It has to do with breath, spirit. It's a lightness. It's a weightlessness. It's a lightness that the Spirit of God brings. Turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. Um, and I'm going to read verses 3 and 4 here from the King James Version. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God, and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God, the knowledge of our Lord Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, that word godliness, I, I like to tell you what it really means, God-likeness. That doesn't mean you're God. It means you're created in the image of God. You're created in His image. Through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped. You ever want to escape? 20% of you. I want to know the rest of your secret. You ever want to escape something? Tells us right here. Through his great and precious promises, we can escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now let's, let's put a little bit different spin on this. If we're going to escape gravity, and we're going to escape weightiness and heaviness in this life, 
It says the corruption, that word corruption means decay, that is in the world. Does everybody agree there's decay in the world? We've seen it, haven't we? Okay. So in the Greek, I'm going to give you my sentence that I came up with here, okay? God has donated and given us a grant. Those of us in the ministry know what it means to receive a donation or a grant of support to carry out our work. God has donated, given us a grant of absolutely everything we could possibly need for the present and the future. You guys missed a good place to shout. He has donated to you everything you will ever need right now and in the future. And then it says that we will we can escape the decay that is in the world through lust. We always think that's some kind of you know sexual sin, but it's actually said through the excessive pursuit of other objects or things. Excessive pursuit of other objects or things. The uh, Passion Translation says he has given you magnificent promises beyond all price so that through the power of these tremendous promises you can experience partnership with the divine nature or the divine expression of God. So how do we escape the weightiness and the heaviness? Through his magnificent promises. But you know what? How many of you notice that the word, you read it, you agree with it, but there's something that happens when the Holy Spirit breathes life into that word to you. And it becomes not the logos, the whole expression of God, but it becomes a specific promise to you that God breathes into your heart. That is how we escape. That's how we escape the heaviness. Don't you just love the Word of God? There's just, just so much, so much in it. Okay, let's talk about what, <clears throat> what kinds of heaviness. What kinds of heaviness? One of the first things that, that came to me was spiritual heaviness. Have you ever noticed that sometimes, some, sometimes, sometimes, spiritual places that are supposed to be bringing us freedom from the gravity of this world, sometimes those places have a heaviness with them. A heaviness comes. Religion is heavy. Religion is exceedingly heavy. And Jesus was so angry because the religious people of the day placed burdens on people that they couldn't bear. They weren't doing anything right, but they were trying to put it on everybody else. And they brought heaviness. Now, I don't know about you, but I was brought up in a church that was real heavy. 
I don't even know how to I remember sitting in church as a teenager and sitting there hearing this preacher get up. The preacher says, you've got to repent. You better not do this. Don't do that. I mean, they had a laundry list of stuff we couldn't do. We couldn't go bowling. We couldn't go to basketball games. We couldn't, you know, these things would all send us to hell. And God was just waiting. I hear these stories about how this teenager came to church and had the opportunity to get saved, but didn't turn, went out the door, went to a basketball game, and on his way home, he was hit by a train. God gave him the last chance, and then God gave up on him and let a train run over him. If that's not heavy, what is? Uh, wait a minute. God, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Okay, those two things don't, those don't go together. Those don't go together. But you know what? From being raised in that church and hearing all that stuff, and it, it didn't really come from our pastor. It came from others. But hearing all that stuff, and I've got these weird ideas about God. And so, Religion to me wasn't something to jump up and down and shout about. It was something to bear. Okay, I've got to bear this heavy burden of pleasing God. I don't know exactly what he wants me to do, but if I miss it, he might slap me down or run me over with something. I don't know. I knew I was called into the ministry. But what I saw, I didn't like it. I thought, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I remember talking to God, said, "Okay, God, okay, God, I, I'd be willing, I'd be willing to go in the ministry if you let me preach in my blue jeans." God said, "Okay." My mother said, "No." So you may have a job that's paying you lots of money. And it may, you may think this is the best thing that's ever happened to you, it's paying you a lot of money, but there's something going on that's not right. And God's saying, you need to get out of there. You need to, you need to leave that job. You need to go somewhere else. And you go, do you know how much money I'm making, God? You know what the world path is? Anybody, is anyone here acquainted with the world path? The road path is you get fired. The road path is the company goes under. The road path is somebody stirs up trouble about you at your job and it gets worse and worse and worse and then you get an ulcer and then you have to have surgery and then you can't go back to work and you're in the hospital for a month and then they decide they gotta let you go because you can't work. That's the road path. Well, do you feel lighter, weightless, Three, those are such good feeling words. And this was Jesus' message on earth. He came to set us free. Well, I have a special package for you today. It's the complete message on escaping gravity on CD and DVD. I'm sure you'll want to hear this message again and be sure and share it with a friend. When you order this message, I am including a copy of the 57-page book, Changing the Scene and Shaping the Unseen, and a special pamphlet that I wrote entitled, This Time Tomorrow. 
All of these for only $25 plus shipping and handling. That's offer 2171 includes the CD, DVD, book, and the pamphlet. Call 877-396-9400 or visit us at caps.tv. Now there are spiritual laws that will enable you to rise above and break free from the problems in your life. And these laws of the unseen realm will change and shape what is manifest in the physical realm. You know, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not real. As a pilot, I understand how a heavy airplane can fly if only the law of lift and thrust are applied. Gravity doesn't disappear. You simply supersede it. Well, the principles in this book will show you how to change the natural with unseen supernatural tools. You're going to want this book. It will change things for you. That's all for 2171, the book, the CD, DVD, and the pamphlet for only $25 plus shipping and handling. Call 877-396-9400 or visit us at caps.tv.